Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. So today we're going to be talking about how to talk to God. And then he says, verse 3, give us this day our daily bread. And now we've exalted name, God's name. We prayed for revival. Now we're praying for supplication. And this is, of course, he says daily bread, you know, our daily provision, our daily food. But, you know, it's no coincidence that Jesus is our, the bread of life, right? And there's no coincidence that we have devotionals that are called the daily bread, right? Because we go and we get our manna for today, our, our Jesus for each day to sustain us. And, and so we're praying for provision. This, this is the section of the prayer that is called supplication. I'm praying for supply for myself, but maybe also for other people. Verse 4, it says, Then forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So forgive us our sins. Lord, forgive us for sinning against you. Or, or even forgive us for sinning against other people. This is the part of prayer where I'm asking God to forgive me. The Bible tells us in John 1, 1, 9 that if I confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us. First John 1, 9. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, right? So I can go before the Lord and I can confess my sins before him. I can say, forgive me of my sins. And he promises, he guarantees that he will. But then he also adds to it that I would forgive everyone who is indebted to us. So those who have sinned against us. That, that's important too, because as I think about what Jesus has done for me, it becomes apparent that I've been forgiven a great debt, and I want to be like Jesus, and so I want to forgive other people as well. Matthew 18, Jesus kind of unpacks this for us in kind of a beautiful way, and he talks about this king who was owed by a, a servant of his, I think a hundred thousand talents. Depending on if that's gold or whether that's Silver, only Elon Musk could pay this debt. It's like $100 billion or $100 million, depending. But it's, 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 it doesn't even matter. It could be, you know, $300,000. This guy can't pay a dime. You know, he is broke. He's in trouble. He's in debt. And he goes before this king, and he falls on his face, and he said, be patient with me, and I will pay all. Yeah, right, you're going to invent PayPal, and then, you know, <laughs> one thing led to another, and you're trying to buy Twitter, Really? Is that how it's going to go? Because you're not going to pay this debt. And so the king's like, okay, uh, you know what? That's pathetic. I forgive you. And forgives him, clears him, go. You don't know a dime. And he goes out, and he remembers, there's a guy who owes me 100 denarii. Now, 100 denarii is 100 days wages. Let's just say it's 30 grand, just for argument's sake. What you'd make in 100 days of working on an average day labor. 30 grand. Pretty big deal, right? But he takes this guy and he says, pay me the debt you owe me. And the guy says, be patient with me. I'll pay all. Just be patient with me. Now, could he pay that debt? 
Yeah, he could. I mean, it would, it would just take, I mean, if he worked really hard, an extra job, he could pay that debt in a year easily, probably. Maybe two years. The guy says no, and he throws him into debtor's prison. Well, the king finds out. Grabs that guy. You said, you wicked and evil servant. And he says, deliver this one to the torturers until he pays all. The hundred billion, right? I forgave you that debt. You wouldn't forgive him that measly debt, and I forgave you this huge debt. He delivers over to the torturers. And then Jesus says the most horrifying and terrifying thing in the entire Bible, I'm pretty convinced. He says, so will my heavenly Father do to each of you if you from your heart do not forgive. (gasps) What does that mean? Does it mean we're going to go to hell? No. It doesn't mean that. It just means you're going to be tortured. What does that mean? Well, remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 when the man had... He was like having this affair with his stepmom, weird stuff going on. And Paul says, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of flesh that he might be saved in the day of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That means if, if I'm going to hold on to a, an unforgiveness in my heart, then God is going to say, okay, if you won't forgive, then I'm going to let you, I'm going to let Satan have access to you. You want to invite Satan into your life. Hold on to unforgiveness. And you will be twisted up in your head and your mind and all this stuff. It'll be, it'll be awful until you repent and forgive and then that will go away, right? But you want to open up yourself to demonic, a demonic presence than just be an unforgiving person, a bitter person. And that will, that will happen to you. I've seen, I've seen it too many times. And, and so... He says, forgive, it's, it's not where, you know, Jesus forgave me. Okay, so how do I forgive that? How do I forgive something that somebody's done to me that's been horrible, like something so awful that I can't even imagine? Well, you talked about it earlier, Mike, when you said your dad. And that memory is so painful, and that relationship is so broken, and there is no way. How do I deal, how do I deal with that? Well, it's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty simple. Confess your unforgiveness. This is the hard part. But confess it as sin. God, I know that you forgave all sin. I want to hold on to this. I know that falls short of your glory. I confess it as sin. And then ask God to put his forgiveness in place of that. It doesn't mean you're not going to still feel wounded. It doesn't mean that you have to go and be that person's friend. That may be inappropriate, but the reality is, is from your side, you are good between you and God that I've dealt with this and my heart is right. And if that person ever came to me and said, sorry, I would say, I've forgiven you a long time ago. We're good between us and God. That's what's, that's what's important. So he says, from your heart, forgive those debts. But then he also says, and lead us not into temptation. And this is an interesting statement. You know, because it's just a Greek problem, honestly, because God obviously is not going to lead you into temptation. You know, it doesn't seem like an appropriate thing to even pray. God, don't hurt me. You know, that's not what that's not what he's trying to say. It's just a grammar thing. You know, kind of like you know when you King James and New King James and, and many others ESV are word for word translations. So often often they read like this, and so it makes sense in Greek. Whereas in English, it's kind of weird. Why would God lead you into temptation? What he's trying to say is lead us away from temptation or keep us from falling to temptation, as some translations will put it. But it's a good prayer. Lord, keep me from temptation. Now, let's just, for argument's sake, how many of you guys have 
prayed and prayed and prayed for God to take something away from you, a deep, dark desire in your heart. You prayed and prayed and prayed, God, don't let me feel that way anymore. Don't let me want that anymore. How many of you have prayed that prayer? Yeah, anybody who's willing to put their hand up. I prayed and prayed and prayed, and God take it away. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes he does. Rarely, but sometimes he does. How many of you guys have had a prayer, you're like, God, take that away from me, and he took it away? Okay, we got about half, you know, not even that. And then how many, how many of the same people have prayed and prayed and prayed about something else, and he didn't take it away? <laughs> same hands, okay. Okay, does God just take all, this, all the desire away from us? He doesn't. You know, and some people are wrecked you know, they're in their faith. They're like, I prayed and God didn't answer my prayer. That's everybody's lot. And why? Well, God has his reasons for it. You know, I mean, if my kid asks me for 500 bucks, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Although he deeply desires it. You know, it's not going to happen. You know, um, but, but the reality is, is that God allows those things in our lives because he has a purpose for them. You know, I know for me that there's things I, that the Lord took away when I first got saved. He took away a few things. It was awesome. I wish he would have took some other stuff away instead. But I, I'm still praying over those things, and guess what? Those things keep me coming to him. Keep me before his throne. Keep me on my knees. And, and, and that's actually more beneficial from me, for me to be on my knees before the Lord and crying out to him over those things than it is for him just to remove those things. However, this is another thing that I've noticed, and, and maybe you've experienced this in your life, that as I draw close to the Lord, the temptations actually become weaker and weaker and weaker. But if I focus on the temptation and trying not to do something, it's not going to work, right? And so this, the remedy to overcoming temptation isn't that God just removes it from you so you can just go on your merry way and forget about God, but it's that you draw close to God, draw near to God, and then he fills your hearts with new desires. And, and so that's really what we're praying is we're praying. But he also adds to that, but deliver us from the evil one. And so don't let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Notice the but is a conjunction tying the first and the second thought together. And in fact, that's true. I have desires, the desires of my flesh that are wrong, but the enemy is there to feed those things. To say, hey, Mike, right in the other room, if you go in there and you open up the cupboard, there's a box of Twinkies. You want them? No, I don't. God, take it away. <laughs> oh, if, if my desires were only that deep. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.